My name is Allison Bree, and here is how I say buttholes. Welcome to Andrea Savage, a grown-up woman, hashtag buttholes. Um, thanks for uh, coming and listening to us. Tony, you have been gone. I've been gone, but I'm back. I'm not going to lie. You were not missed I as had, much as you thought you were going to be. I had a hunch. I hear there was a lot of uh, shit talk on me on one episode in particular, but I have not got to hear that yet. I feel like you came off easier than I would have liked. I feel like it could have been more. Well, did you enjoy what were you were in? You were a wedding. What? What? <laughs> what was happening? I was in the. Uh, you were a wedding. I was a wedding. Okay. Yes, I was in the New England area. Mm-hmm. Uh, weirdly, uh, playing some weddings with some friends of mine that have a wedding band out there, and they have had me come out. The last couple of years, they have me come out for a week or so and play some weddings with them. I know that sounds strange, but it's true. <laughs> I uh, do you enjoy it? I do actually. It's really fun. And I think it would be really fun. It's super fun because like people are just In ready the best to have mood. yeah, and they're getting free drinks and they're ready to have fun. Have you ever performed at one where tough stuff? You're like, this isn't going to last, and I can tell. I I can't say that that has been because I don't always necessarily see the uh, ceremony. Right. Always, but uh, but, you know, you're there for some of the speeches, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen a speech go wrong? Uh, too drunk? What? I don't know. Not necessarily too drunk. You'll get the, you know, the ramblers and the people that are mm-hmm. clearly not prepared. Do you boo them? I would like to. I, I haven't gotten anything too bad. The the uh, the guys that I do this yeah. with do it regularly, and so they have, I have seen a, a lot. Should of... I hire them because you're giving oh. me nothing? Um, I mean, you want to pay for their flights? I'll, I mean, I, sure. Yeah, sure. All right, then go for with it. With the yeah. amount of money that I'm making from this podcast, oh yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> which is nothing. Um, I will pay for these flights. They just sound like they might have more to offer. Well, yeah. I mean, when you're doing that, you know, kind of full time and I'm doing it three times a year, it's kind of, you know, you're going to have some differences there. Um, Have you ever uh, tested somebody's uh, marriage in terms of I'd like to know if this woman is really loyal and 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 come up to her and given her the biz. You know what I mean? And then seeing if she was like, excuse me, this is my wedding day or see if she was like, oh, hello. <laughs> me personally, I can't say that I have, but I've 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 heard of some 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 strange shady. Really? Kind what? Of, Tell uh, me something you've heard. Give me anything. Tony. <laughs> Why are you here? Bring back Kaylin. Hey. Well, I, here, you know what? what? I'll give you this. Yeah? You know what? Right now, already, since I have been back, I got uh-huh. back last evening. Okay. I've pretty much already spent more time with you than I have with Kaylin, my wife. Uh-huh. And today, today, uh-huh. as we record this, uh-huh. is our anniversary. <gasps> really? Yeah. That's a happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Are you guys still doing well or has this podcast caused a rift? I mean, there, there's some talking to be had. Great. but uh, If yeah. I can break you up by the end of this first season, <laughs> my work here will be done. <laughs> Don't think you're getting away from giving me one drop of a funny wedding story. Uh, Honestly, if you can't even do that, what are we doing here? You can't be just writing on my back. Well, you, you don't. You you give me no prep. You There's, don't tell me I'm gonna be having to tell prep. juicy wedding stuff. I don't have prep. You know, you got something. You had some in your head when you were like, oh, "I've heard stuff." Of of uh, of of. Well, I I uh, I've just heard of of things of kind of like brides or or bridal well uh-huh. actually no i think it was the bride yes of being bride. of being uh like weirdly flirtatious toward the band. band members <gasps> and like like this is, this is a wedding this is your wedding this day. is your wedding yeah. have the band members gone N- for it no god damn it i find that every one of your stories disappoints me i'm a disappointing man what can i say <laughs> kaylin's so lucky um <laughs> All right. Well, I'm happy to have you back in some ways. I don't know. I don't know you well enough to know if I'm happy or not. You you were here and then you left so quickly. 
It's like, I don't know if I can put my heart on the line again. I, I mean, I had these <laughs> these wedding plans long before you and I had even met. But my heart has been on the line. Well. And I opened up and then you left. And now you're back and you want it to just be like it's always been. We'll see. We have Allison Brie coming in today. Yeah, I'm excited. She is one of the most lovely, hilarious cool, down-to-earth, funny people that I know, and I'm very excited to have her here. Uh, she's very attractive. I, I I hadn't noticed. Weird face. <laughs> um, can I count on you to be cool about this? I don't I don't know how you act when an attractive woman comes in the room, like, other than your wife. I don't, I'm just, are we safe? Can I bring her in? I think we're going to be all right. I mean, what do you what are you pause. what are you concerned about? What do you what do you what that do you think you I'm going to do? Uh, sexually assault her? I don't. Jesus. <laughs> Listen, I don't know much about you. I don't. I'm just saying she is alarmingly attractive, and I just I have concerns. Well, hey, you want you want yourself. that, uh, but you want this this uh, juicy wedding gossip. What if, what if though on my wedding anniversary of all days? Oh. You sexually assaulted Alison Brie? <laughs> Your words. Not oh mine. God. Dare to dream. Um oh, fuck. I'm really torn now because I don't want Allison to have to go through that. Nor do I. Yeah. I I'm a fan. I I uh I I'm excited. I've never met her. I I uh, She's lovely. That's she seems lovely. Um I don't know, you know what she's good what she's doing here she doesn't know what's about to happen because we don't know what's about to happen that's part of the fun right that is part of the fun this podcast thing is it's a real doos short for doozy yes because yes. i'm in a hurry yeah. <laughs> and i can't spend the time to finish that very long word no it's a doos all right tony let's sit down with the delightful allison brie let's do it Allison Brie, first, before we move forward, I need you to grab that piece of paper oh. and say the sentence. And you can say it with a flourish. You can add oh. whatever you want. I, I just want to be really straightforward about it. Uh-huh. I However mean, you want. I'm not going to influence you. My name is Allison Brie. And here is how I say buttholes. I have to tell you that I'm so delighted with the title of this podcast because butthole is like uh, truly, I think, my favorite word. And, um, you know, given the whole premise of this podcast, I feel like I, I, it, it really resonated with me with this word because I have female friends who are like, don't say that word around me. I don't like that word and I don't like to think about what comes out of a butthole. This is like a friend of mine who's a mother, which I'm like, you're drenched in shit constantly. <laughs> Maybe she's changed the tactics since becoming a mother. But I feel like there was a brief moment where I was like, can I still be friends with this person? That's a, a valid a, measure of whether or not you can. A butthole as a word gives me so much joy. This is my theory. You can't <laughs> say butthole without smiling. It's true. It's true. And especially when, I mean, in any context, really, it's so fun. I feel like when you're wanting to insult someone, it's just but like, it's also, it takes the edge it off. It takes the edge off. You can't be like, you know what? You're just a real butthole. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately it takes the edge off. There's a great line in um, the classic film, 21 Jump Street. Yes, yes. Uh, in which this girl goes, were you guys finger-popping each other's assholes? She says assholes. Never mind. That's not even a butthole line. <laughs> I just like that line so much. <laughs> and then Jonah Hill repeats it and is like, no, we weren't finger-popping each other's assholes. <laughs> I guess I just like the whole part. I like <laughs> all of it. And I will say there's something about it because this whole podcast is about people who are grown, mm -hmm. who are functioning people in their lives, yes. but are still immature and immature and funny. <laughs> yes. I like that I am bringing people I love and who delight me and forcing them to say butthole yeah. as grown people. I think yeah. it's funny that grown people have to say butthole. June like Squibb it. was here mm. and she's almost 90. Mm. And the delight she had saying butthole <laughs> just 
my heart grew like seven sizes. And and my butthole grew seven <laughs> sizes. So, Oof. I mean, I wasn't here, but like at home, <laughs> my butthole was expanding. And I was like, why? <laughs> what is happening? Allison, did you get help? Like, I feel like I haven't if your butthole, dealt with it. think about the reality. If your butthole grew seven sizes. Well, I have a very tiny butthole to <laughs> I begin know that, with. That is true. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Se- seven sizes is, is like not no- much It goes to normal size. It just size. goes to normal size, yeah. Oh, of course you have a cute little, very petite butthole. <laughs> wee. A wee butthole. <laughs> a wee butthole. <laughs> um, I was, uh... <laughs> This morning I woke up and I did not tell you this when we came in. I was just thinking about it though. I had a totally unrelated to anything. I had a dream that I'm just remembering last night that Hugh Grant texted me. Okay. And what did he say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me set up that he texted me. It only said Hugh, but I knew it was Hugh Grant and that we were friends. I've never met Hugh Grant. I I don't. Do you know him? No, but, um, I was just watching Notting Hill and I have a lot to say about it. <laughs> okay. Well, he, it, we were in a group text mm. of, with another people, but I did not, I don't remember who they were. And it was something very casual where he was like, oh my God, I guess it is what they thought. And then sent a photo and it was like a joke. It was like we all whatever. Oh. And then in my dream, I was in London suddenly. Great. And I was like, I fucking never told Hugh that I was in London. <gasps> He's going to be pissed. Yes. Is it too late? Will he think it's too rude? To tell him now, but to you're leaving now, tomorrow. I'm here for one more day to text him and be like, hey, by the way, I forgot to tell you I'm in London. I only have one more day. Can I see you? I don't think it's too late. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> in the dream, I, I I, never got to, I kept thinking, I got to text you. Yeah. And then my dream would go on and I'd be like, I still haven't texted you. Yeah. And then I woke up. So okay. it's not the best dream. Okay, cool but story. But it just flashed in my head. <laughs> of, uh, but it felt so real. Yes, totally. Those kind of dreams, I mean, all dreams are so interesting because they always just come with a set of given facts yeah. that you understand, like seeing Hugh in your phone. And, and knowing that know, we're like, good friends. It's not Jackman. No. no. It's not Dancy. <laughs> it was for sure Hugh Grant. And also I feel now today as if I... Am close to Hugh Grant. I like that. I like how dreams stick with you. Even though I feel like we've all gone through a phase of going, nobody's interested in hearing about your yes. dreams and we shouldn't tell each other and our dreams. And it's so boring. And then we get shamed for that. But now I've come out of that phase into being like, I'm telling people about them because you know what? They are kind of interesting and quirky and weird. And and I don't know if it if it's as I get older or if it's always been this way that they like feel too real and they really stick with me and like also whatever I'm reading or listening to like immediately penetrates my dreams. I feel like my dreams are way more on the nose because I'm more tired. They're just very much like, oh, I watched that and then I dreamt about that guy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I wake up like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. No, I just did that. (laughs) I do find when you dream about celebrities, though, it's very specific. I had a dream not that long ago where I was in an intimate setting and mm. and a sexual setting mm. with Al Pacino. Ooh. Current Al Pacino. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and in it, I was into it in the dream. I was like, I've never thought of him like this before. He yeah. makes me feel things. Yeah. I woke up yeah. concerned, but yeah. also as if I had a I had a lover in my life, and that lover was an aged Al Pacino. Yeah, I mean, right. And then you wake up and you're like, I'm confused. I am still a little turned on. Yes, I'm a little turned on. Should I masturbate? (laughs) Is that taking it too far? I will admit I did not because that would have taken – If I had masturbated (laughs) to my dream – But don't you ever wake up after a very sexy dream but still the middle of the night and you're like, maybe I should just masturbate a little. But then I'm usually too tired, so I'll just start a little and be like, maybe I could just dive right back into the dream. But that never works. No, you never dive back in. Or I'll dive back in, but I'm like just past the sex in the dream or like reset backwards and the sex is never going to happen the in sex, the dream. You can never get back into a sex dream. I know. As I, hard as you try. I think the weirdest sex dream that I've had 
was about Caitlyn Jenner. Wow. <laughs> what era? Like, it was sort of right, like, the boom of Caitlyn Jenner has just come out as Caitlyn Jenner, and she's on the cover of yeah, Vogue. everything. And, yeah. Um, and I had a very sexy dream in which we were on the beach, like, making love, and she just looked like a beautiful woman, yeah. but then had, like, a fantastic penis <laughs> and we were no. just like it was like a full penetration dream oh on the my beach. god and i had an awareness in the dream of like davy's gonna find out i always <laughs> like, i don't know if it's me so you were cheating I, on davy anytime i have a sex dream okay. i'm worried about that i i feel like <laughs> it must mean that i'm very loyal to my husband it's like a good thing that i can't yes. even have a sex dream without being like oh god what have i done he's gonna know like i'm racked with guilt always um but it was also like very gentle and sexy. That's <laughs> and I woke up just being like, what does this mean? What does it mean? And then did you linger when you, you and your eyes would go across her in a magazine or whatever? Was there a little bit like, oh, I know her? No. Okay. It went away. Yeah. It went away pretty quickly. I feel that with Al as well. Sure. Okay, good. You're not like hung I'm, up on him. No. <laughs> I woke up and was like, Andrea, we need to talk. This <laughs> is not okay. But what was also interesting about it is it wasn't just purely sexual in my dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was emotional. You were like dating. We were, were dating and I f- he made me feel alive. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been listening to the Savage Love Cast, which is confusing being here. Yeah. Maybe I should not be referencing no, that. I, no, please. <laughs> um, which is Dan Savage's podcast. Oh, And yeah. it's like a call-in question answer. Uh-huh. It's been around for years. Apparently, he re- he's written a column for years. Yeah. Uh, giving love and sex advice. But I just kind of found out about it and so now all my dreams are about like open relationships and bisexuality and like sometimes it's like me and Dave I just woke up the other night where we had this huge fight about him being like we are gonna be in an open relationship but just me not you and I was screaming being like also me and he was like babe no and I woke up and just like glare I was so mad at him in oh, real life in real life yeah, I feel like yeah. women do that more yeah. than men like I woke up and was just like fuck you and he was like <laughs> um good morning uh Tony I saw you laughing over there mm-hmm. um have I you had a sex you. dream about a uh, famous person I, I know that I have, but I'm spacing on it. But I have been on the other of the Kaylin waking up oh. and being angry at me f- when did I didn't do? do it. I, I can't. Oh, my God, Tony. I know. You hate all my stories. I, she well, tries no. to force stories out of me and I got I, nothing. I, he, he brings things up. First of all, you should know Tony and I barely know each other. Great. Great. So I we're getting to know each other. And every time I'm like, <laughs> what is this story? He's like, I know there's something, but I don't. I'm like, what? What are, we, what are we doing here? It's the real king of the non-story. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> no, not I feel welcome. like listeners should know that Tony's wearing a great shirt. Thank you. Yeah. Don't try to make Tony floral, feel better about his behavior. the flowers are quite small. <laughs> the flowers are small. It's fine. I just, all right, I can't handle complimenting Tony. We're going to go to a quick break, and we will be right back with Allie Bree. Guys, we're back with Alison <laughs> Brie, uh, who is also a grown-up woman. Yes. Uh, also, hashtag buttholes. Definitely and- <laughs> hashtag buttholes. Um, now, I like to do some research, mm. especially when it's my friends, <laughs> that I think I know, and then I find things out about them. One, you and I know each other from sleeping with other people. Yes, That's the do. first time we met, right? I guess so, yeah. yeah. Which is so funny, because I just think... I know. I just think of like a hangouts and uh, sort of group... Parties and yeah, weddings. Just, it and feels like I've known you forever. I agree. Yeah. Um, but that is how we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that was, I don't know how many years ago. So obviously people know you from the things they know you from. But one thing that I think was very important um, about you uh, that I found out is you um, you would put on shows for your family um, yes. that included a fake ad for edible wieners yeah. <laughs> where you would only wear a trench coat and a hot dog between your legs. Okay, wait. What is happening? First of all, you found this online? Listen, we have our ways. <laughs> Can I say, this is how, uh-huh. you know, these stories mm-hmm. um, 
Well, I was going to say more that like I'm already going slightly senile where that is a story I just pitched to like tell on a late night show thinking I'd never told it before. And then we didn't have time. Like we just didn't get to it in the segment. And maybe that's good since it's clearly already a story I've told many people. <laughs> it's, it's just online. like common knowledge you can find online. You can find this online. Um, I also don't be worried. You can tell it on a late night show because no one's listening it's to true. this. Do you know what I mean? Let's be honest. <laughs> no one's because finding what is that this? story online. Um, well, first, tell, tell me. Yes. <laughs> well, okay. It it's it's not an untrue story, but I well, except for there's one major clarification, which is to say that I would not. It's not that I was wearing nothing under the trench coat except okay. the hot dog. I didn't dog. think you. <laughs> by the way, I didn't read that as nothing under the trench coat. Oh, okay, I was okay. like, you're you were a child. I was like a kid with like a tank top and shorts on. Yeah. I didn't think this was mid breed sex dream breed. <laughs> okay, great. Okay, great. This well, was human. You know, you're I not like a say, maniac. You are a uh, normal person who is not uh, crazy. Well, I just I know I just feel like I have to clarify it because there are we live in a real hot button time and like I have said things before just off the cuff that mm-hmm. have been misconstrued that Got way it. and then afterwards I feel like I'm like no no they, they, <laughs> they no one forced me to take off all my clothes like it, it's like a very I'm like did I say that um so yes no I my my family these are more memories of like my mom's friends and they would have these big fun barbecues and me and my sister would hang out with their daughters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not to make everything sexual on this podcast, I know, but I, I was know like a little here. horny little kid. Yeah. Like, and I just was like, and funny. I yeah. think I was a funny kid. This is a funny bit. <laughs> it was not unfunny. It, this is a good bit. And so when we would hang out with these family friends who we just knew so well, it was like sisters. Yeah. Um, and our parents would just be like getting drunk in the other room and hanging out. And I would like corral <laughs> the other girls into the bedroom and be like, we're going to do skits. Oh, but yeah. the funny thing is, I think in my memory of it, after the first time doing it, <laughs> We just did the same skits. We just like immediately when, had like our most famous sketches. Well, because they got a good reaction. <laughs> they I, did enjoy I'm our, trying our to put myself, because now I have a 10-year-old daughter. We're yes. all having a party. We have friends over. Imagine. Imagining her. Also, she's somewhat shy. Like this is so not her thing. But if she wasn't, coming out with her friends. Yeah. And then opening Having well, clothes on. First of all, there was a whole thing. So it was like we'd sit everyone down uh-huh. and then we'd come out one at, one at a time with our sketches. And <laughs> I was like a real skinny little kid and like always looked very young for my age. And I would have this big like adult's trench coat on and I would have one of the hot dogs from the barbecue uh-huh. like it wedged in between my legs, like in my crotch. And so I would like have to wa- like shuffle waddle out, over. waddle over, <laughs> keeping that mm-hmm. uh, hot dog there. And then I would do a whole little like, are you ever walking down the street and you're hungry and you don't know what to eat? <laughs> well, now we're introducing the new and improved edible wieners. <laughs> and then I would like flash the coat open and be like, it's your wiener, but you can eat it. That was the invention, <laughs> which was a bit like, I don't understand exactly how it works. Like, <laughs> look, it's a dick that you buy and you can also eat it <laughs> and it stays between your legs. And it tastes and you, like hot dogs. It, and it tastes like a hot dog. So was this true or false also your original SNL audition? <laughs> I'm workshopping it. Okay. I'm waiting for the second phone call. And when, when they call me in, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but please don't spoil it. Um, okay, I really will cut trying this to part save out. it for Lorne. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> the problem Have you is, hosted it? It's a pretty short bit. No, never. It's okay. like a dream. It, I assume it's coming soon. <laughs> so you host us now. You pitch this <laughs> day one. <laughs> Just that Monday, you know, that first pitch session. Guys. Guys, I have a couple things that I really am focused on. This is my top bit. It's three sentences long, <laughs> um, but it's got a big payoff. A huge payoff. Does anyone, could I, what, I need a visual aid. Uh, <laughs> Can I use someone's actual penis? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now that we have established how you got into the business, um, <laughs> yes. I assume this was when people asked you in your first couple things, you do a monologue. This was, and then I did that. You yes, did that. I did one comedic, one dramatic. Yes, that was my contemporary comedic. Great, and then I did like Macbeth. Great, I love <laughs> it. Um, now people obviously know you from um, Glow. Yes, yes, which just season three just dropped. Yes, it did, and it got a ton of nominations. You've been nominated. Show's been nominated. You directed exciting. this season. I did. Yes, which my- is. 
directorial debut. Very exciting. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. Now, everyone knows you from these things. I like to dig into some of the things people don't know. The credits that aren't as mm. um, touted, mm. lauded. Mm. Um, walk me through <laughs> the day that you found out you got the role of Nina on Hannah Montana. Oh, actually, you know, it was great. Yeah. I, that was my first job on television. That's why I like talking about this because it's not to like shit on it's these jobs. It's not embarrassing. It, because the excitement when you get your first jobs. Definitely. Like when you heard that, how did you feel? Oh my God. It was so exciting. And it actually was such a funny, It's I think about this story often because yeah. it reminds me of the difference is like I'm constantly trying to get back to this version of myself that had just graduated from theater uh -huh. school at CalArts. And in like a combination of naivete and just like general excitement yes. and youth, I would go into audition rooms and take big swings. Yes. You know, and mm -hmm. so this was one of the first things. It was the first thing I ever did on television. I had done this, I think, one horror movie before this. And... uh I went into the audition and unprompted decided to do like a Long Island accent. It I was it. not requested. <laughs> so I Should just be, went in yeah. with just a quirky like mm -hmm. hairdresser character on the show. And I was in there just being like, you know what you need? <laughs> you need highlights. And it was such a weird, it was like a weird day where they auditioned some girls. Then they asked me to stay. You know, it was oh. like the callback was like immediate. Immediate. So I stayed. And when they said, can you stay, your heart, you're already, oh you're like, god. oh my God, this is amazing. Yes, I can stay. Yes. And I was like, well, I have a couple things. No. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'll stay I'll forever. Stay yeah. Um, so they asked me to stay. And then I came in and read again for some other people. And they still asked me to stay. Uh -huh. Can you stick around? So now I'm sitting in the hall and I hear them telling other actresses who are coming in, they come out into the hall and they start to say, and can you guys do an accent? Can you do a Long Island accent? And I'm watching as these oh, actresses are like, this business. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all, their faces they're, they're are like, like horrified, terrified, but they're like, of course, definitely. Uh, just get, uh, give me two minutes. Um, and, and then I had like an amazing satisfaction. I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. Like, that's so cool that this choice is yeah. so exciting. But also they're giving your My choice. choice to these people. Yeah, I was like, now they're telling her to do it. So they're like, like we like her it. choice, but <laughs> we're not maybe sure about we're, her. Yeah. We're interested to see if maybe someone else can do her choice better. P.S. Every audition of my <laughs> entire life, every job I've ever gotten has taken five auditions of them going, God, we love everything you're doing, but we just have a feeling someone maybe could do it better. And then eventually being like, yeah, I guess we didn't find someone <laughs> who could do it better. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, I got the job. I was so excited. And the first day that I went to do it, um, I get on set and it was great. It was actually like the perfect first job out of theater school yeah. because it's a Disney show mm -hmm. and it's for a live studio audience. It's the closest oh, thing to theater, theater that you could be doing on television. And I come out with a ton of energy for rehearsal for the director and he just, and we do it and we do the scene and he goes, that's great. I love it. It's so funny. Just lose the accent. <gasps> I didn't do the accent on the show. Oh my God. <laughs> it got me the job. And then didn't do it on the show. And P.S. Someone just played me a clip of this oh. um, the other day. And I was like, and my voice on that oh. show, like because this is a podcast about talking about being adult mm -hmm. women, it was so funny to me to see myself at 22, 23, probably mm -hmm. being like, hi, hi, guys, <laughs> where are we going? I was just like, am I, am I still doing a voice? I was like, no, maybe that's. Just, just what I was your sounded voice. like. <laughs> that was just my, I'm super excited to be acting on a show voice. Oh, I my first job was Sweet Valley High. Oh, wow. Which was another kid's show. Oh, I remember Sweet Valley High. And I was a series regular their last season. I played wow. Renata Vargas, the ex Brazilian exchange student. Oh. And I had Ooh, an la accent. La. <laughs> Thank you. That is the appropriate reaction. And I had to do an accent. But I did the same thing. I went in with big swings. I went yeah. in and, you know, they loved it. And then I remember I got it and I was like, well, now do you want me to like actually get a Brazilian accent? Because this accent's crazy. What like, accent were you doing? A literally just a made up accent that sounded somewhat 
Like Ethnic? Latin American. Latin American, <laughs> but not Brazilian, which is Portuguese. It sounded kind of Russian. Like, <laughs> sure, sure. I don't, it was like Russian, Hispanic. Sure. Great. And they were, accent. and I was like, do you want me to, and they were like, no, we're good. And then they proceeded to Wait, write. Wait, they just said, don't do any accent. No, they were like, do whatever you're, you're doing. Do what you're doing. Don't learn a better one, is what they basically said. <laughs> they were like, no, no, we don't need this to be authentic in any way. And then my character wore fruit on her head, but also lived in the Amazon <laughs> jungle, but also loved tacos, also talked about burrows in her hometown. And she lived in the Amazon jungle. Well, she Maybe did, I but then she moved. This show. She okay. came from the Amazon rainforest, like voodoo. <laughs> But then burritos and it was, she was crazy. Like Brazilian, Mexican, Peruvian, Argentinian, Spanish. anything really under the sun. Cool. It could not go over well now. <laughs> sure. If this was a thing. But again, that's weird that we both got in with accents. Yeah, yeah. Big that accents. That is a big accent. Yeah. Mine yes, was like very Todd, I don't understand why you're talking to me like that. I well now no, that's not what it now like, I sound actually pretty Eastern good. European. Yeah. I don't know what I was doing. Um so because I I love talking about those first jobs because I remember those couple yeah. seminal moments jobs. One oh, of them yeah. was getting Sweet Valley High. Yeah. It was literally I was like Oh my God, I read these books growing up. Oh my God, I'm going to be on the show. Yeah. And it was such great training ground yeah. as an actor coming out of, you know, just coming out of college. Yeah. Um, and I, I like, what What more grown up job did you get where you were like, holy shit? Oh, I mean, Mad Men was oh, that yes. way. Because yeah. I booked Mad Men when I was 24 years old. Oh my God. So it really still was one of my first, first yeah. jobs. And again, that was another case of, I didn't do a crazy act. I honestly think I came in pretty much doing Trudy exactly how I did Ended her on up the doing show. It. Yeah. But I auditioned a few times and then I... It didn't hear back for a couple weeks, and I thought I hadn't gotten the job mm -hmm. because television moves so quickly. Yeah. Like, it was very obvious that I wouldn't have gotten the job yeah. after two weeks. Um, and then they called me back and 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 told me I got it. And and later, Matt Weiner had told me that you know they didn't want to cast me <laughs> or like that cool. the direct. I think even more, no, it was more of a story highlighting him as the, a hero, which I do actually believe that. I think the director of the episode wanted mm -hmm. to keep looking. They held another round of like maybe two more rounds right. of auditions after I had mm -hmm. come in. And that audition process, too, was me coming in, like, fully as Trudy. Yeah. And then when I came back for my callback with Matt and the director in the room, my, like, producer's callback, the whole callback was them taking it down and taking it yeah. down and taking it down. And then when I got the job, I came for the table read of the episode, and Matt, the first thing he said to me when I walked in the room was he was like, forget everything I said to you in your audition, just do it the way you did it. <gasps> so it was, like, the opposite. the opposite. And I was like... Great. <laughs> Phew. This, um, this business, guys. I know. But that was a but Matt will say yeah. that they saw all these other people and then they were just down to the wire. As this is truly <laughs> how I booked Mad Men and community of people being right down to the wire and going, What was that tape? Get us that girl. Get us that Brie girl. And there and there I and was. And then they're like, <laughs> and then you come in later and you go, suck my dick. <laughs> I fucking suck saved my you. Butthole. <laughs> Okay, I don't think we're going to find a better line for a break than that. We will be right back. Hi, it's Andrea. Listen, if you're enjoying the podcast, um, or I'll be honest, even if you're not, um, this would be just a personal favor to me, which no one gives a shit. But um, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Andrea Savage, Grown Up Woman, Hashtag Buttholes, or Spotify, or um, Stitcher. Stitcher, all the places. Um, and then also Apple Podcasts, Leave us a review. It's annoying that we even have to say this, but unfortunately, it matters. And it's annoying because I didn't want it to matter, but it matters. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't be stingy with the stars. Let it loose. Five Loosen stars. Up. Five stars. I don't need your chanting, Tony. But five stars. Five, five stars. <laughs> um, just be, don't be stingy with the stars. Um, all right. Thanks for listening. Okay, back to the show. Bye. Here we are. We're going to play cuz I you're a game person, right? I don't know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Everyone's like I bring people here. I'm like the whole point of this goddamn podcast <laughs> is for me to see my friends that I never get to see and play and games. I love playing games. And I'm like, "Oh, my friends love to play games." And then they all get here and they're like, "I don't." <laughs> 
So, okay, this isn't like a game game. This is like hypotheticals and would you rathers. Good, because hypothetically, I do like to play games. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. I don't know what that fucking means. All right. We're going to do some would you rathers. Okay, great, great. Yeah, I like this. Would you rather only wear leather Mm -hmm. or fake leather um, or only wear tie-dye for the rest of your life? Oh, I mean. Because you're like a fashion lady. Oh, thank you. Uh, I look at the Instagram. <laughs> Always, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. For the rest of my life. Yeah, you can only wear leather. And again, if you're, that's, a, you know, animals, that's maybe not great, but so I'm fake I'm wearing leather. leather. No, I actually would think, I, I feel like I got to go with tie-dye for practical reasons because leather gets quite hot. Yes. I like to work out. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's mm-hmm. not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, tie-dye's in right now. I don't see, I feel like my life would take a real turn for the worse if I had to only wear tie-dye. I feel like either of these, your, your life's on the downswing. Well, but I would be a lot more comfortable in tie-dye. And at least then you have like a lot of fun color choices you can do there's like a there's a tighter tie-dye there's like a I feel like there's a little ombre there's a a few different ways you could go with it okay more subtle white and gray I don't think you're allowed to do that in this (laughs) so your red carpet Emmys glow just a (laughs) tie-dye gown pushing boundaries and then not only that next year when it's nominated again (laughs) tie-dye gown and you she and you're not allowed to tell to people tie-dye. that what you've agreed, you well, sold your now soul. now this is a new rule that I didn't know about. <laughs> you're right, I'm adding. You're at, I'm adding. I think I still would stick with tie-dye because ultimately I do value comfort over okay. uh, aesthetically pleasing looks. All right, I like that. Um, now, you can tie-dye, may- And you can tie-dye anything. Like I could, I could wear tie-dye leather. You don't know. Okay. I mean, if that's a goal, a tie-dyed, like, I'm so imagining, like, a bright blue, like, aqua and an orange leather vest. Vest. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Somehow vest was the worst part of that. (laughs) Nothing's worse than a leather vest. Woman, man, there's not a human being. Tony, have you ever worn a leather vest? No. I can safely say no. Never? Never. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Why, if I why could is this say surprising? No. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I don't know if I could say no. I don't. I, I know. Like I, could, I, I know. I have to say yes. I know. Yeah. I had a leather vest in at some point, and I thought it was fantastic. I bought it. I don't think I wore it a ton, mm. but I definitely wore it a couple times. Yeah. I feel like there was a point in the '90s where there were guys who wore vests a lot. Yeah. And um, I feel like Tony. I didn't know because again we're getting to know each other. Tony I'm glad to seems know. Like he'd be a vest guy. Oh boy, boy. <laughs> that's that's the meanest thing I've ever said. I did. <laughs> Might be one of the meanest things I've heard. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've never. Okay, you've never worn a leather vest. Great. Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like a couple of these. I'm going to stay away from the sexual stuff potentially. <laughs> this well, one. Okay. We'll see about that. Now, and I know I keep saying this that I'm not a poop humor person, but poop but keeps keep, coming up yeah, somehow. I love buttholes, but I'm not into, into poops poop. and farts. I, oh. Well. Oh, you're a fart. Okay. You <laughs> I, find a fart funny. I do, yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Nope. And you do too? I think they're funny. I don't know why. I I don't know why. And I have four brothers. Like, I I just have never been a fart joke person. Okay, here's a good would you rather, though. Okay, I feel like, okay, great. Would you rather smell like poop and not know it or constantly be smelling poop that nobody else can smell? Definitely constantly be smelling poop. I could not abide being the smelly person. I would much rather be constantly smelling poop. I know, but I feel like I that's even worse. I'd just be like, why doesn't anyone want to be around me? Yeah. Like I I feel like I even not knowing the the reason, Mm -hmm. I would be able to sense people's discomfort around me. And that sounds like a horrible way to live versus just constantly smelling poop. Like, you know, sometimes, well, like, am I smelling my own poop or like other people's (laughs) poop? Uh, Oh, interesting. I feel like if I, I'm I'm in an interesting dilemma because I feel like if I say your own poop, you're like, like, well, I'm like, well, then what's the problem? (laughs) Uh, I think it's other. I think it's just a general like, oof, that's a rough smell. I'm with Uh, you, by the way, and I'm choosing the same thing. Yeah. Tony? I, that's the way I'd go too. Yeah. I think, yeah. 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 That's I feel nice like this that one's we pretty would rather be in pain than have other people yeah. be. 
That's a very, very open, altruistic, making us seem great and not like we're monsters sitting in a room talking about. We care a lot about what people think of us and we don't want people to think that we just smell smell like like poop poop. all the time. Yeah. It's definitely the first thing. Um, Okay. This one is, would you rather have your body found in a pile of hardcore sex toys Mm -hmm. or have everyone you know see your browsing history? Sex toys. Wow. 100%. Because I feel like I, even though this, like the truth is I don't browse anything. I don't watch porn really. And I don't don't need to with those dreams. (laughs) Exactly. My life is like a constant streaming porn video, my own imagination. Um, It's not like I'm ever Googling like really lewd things. But I definitely Google things I'm ashamed of, <laughs> like just in regards to even just in regards to like lame, like like people that we know, like celebrities ages or like oh, weight shit. gain or like, do you know, so oh. and so bald or like, do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. stuff like that where I'm like, oh, I don't need people to know that. <laughs> needed to know that on a Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Like why I don't know there are things oh, sometimes I didn't think about that I was just thinking about all the weird stuff that I google but you're right because I was like eh, I'd rather that than weird sec they found my body dead in a pile of sex toys I was like oh my daughter's got to live with that right I don't have kids <laughs> yeah so it's like or my mother or any I don't know be dead soon I I would feel like that becomes the headline <laughs> that it's always doesn't matter Definitely what I've done ahead of forever time. that's the headline I guess I just would worry oh it's those weird that, little like, things close friends of mine yeah. would be like why did you google my <laughs> movie that bombed or yeah. like do you know what I mean and I'd be like I was curious how much it bombed. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh shit! When I met uh, oh, when I met Betty Gilpin, she made a like the first time when we were working together. Um, we went to look at something on my phone, oh. and she made a joke about like, "Oh God, what if you pulled the window up and it said like Betty Gilpin sex scenes or something?" And I was like, "Ha ha ha! Have I ever Googled <laughs> Sex scenes. I have not. I have not Googled that about Betty. But it is like, you know, I just feel like there are just yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about that. countless things we Google that you're like, oh, yeah. Did I look that up to see if that, you know what I mean? Or even about yourself. I I do not Google myself often. I'm not, I do not want to know. Because it's, yeah. But like every so often, who knows what you looked up that thing just to see, like, was that out there? And then everyone would just know that. That to me is way more mortifying. (laughs) You're selling me on this because before (laughs) that, I was very much like, I don't care if people know the weird stuff I Google. But now I'm like, oh, everyone I know (laughs) could potentially be hurt. Yes. (laughs) And also it does show you being sort of your pettiest, like your, you know, sort of. Your pettiest. Your pettiest. That's what the bottom line is. And especially because it's like so succinct Uh in terms of like, like name, fat, (laughs) cellulite pics, like or something. Do you know what I mean? You're just sort of like. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, I was just trying to find the fastest journey to get what I wanted in that moment. Is there anyone that you feel comfortable admitting that you have Googled them? Someone we know oh. or that, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think who I. Yeah, I mean, I'm Googling all my friends right now. So I'm literally oh, like yeah. weird like stuff about Alison Brie. Yeah. Like yeah. craziest things. Yeah. But then I, I also Google stuff like, what did Hitler do that was positive? Totally. For like weird <laughs> script stuff. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, huh. oof, that's tough. I said or totally how much did chat? Soon, you but now I'm totally hearing did. what you said and I'm like, that's a weird thing. Or I was writing something and I was like, how much do how much do people get for child trafficking? Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. no, totally. <laughs> stuff like totally. that. Totally. I agree when you're researching oh, weird stuff yeah. that I will dive into that you take weird deep dives that yeah. like wouldn't look great. Out of context. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. I feel like um we should take this caller. Yeah. And um, let you get on with your life, too. Please. Because (laughs) I don't know. I just started this podcast and still trying to figure out, like, what it is. And it's really just me going, these are people who delight me. And I just want to talk to them and show the rest of the world 
that it, it life doesn't end. Sure. When you get responsibilities. God. Oh, I'm like, God, are we at a point already to be like, is life about to end? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, I think we yeah. sit, because people are scared. Sure. You're scared to grow up and you're scared to be boring. Let's sure. be honest. That's yeah, what it is. So I'm definitely. trying to go like, hey. It's fine. It's fine. We're all growing up and we're still having fun and, yes. and everything's cool and buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put that as like the quote like yes. underneath like <laughs> Alison Brie yeah, as like a recommendation for the show? Please. <laughs> Will you also write a review in Apple for me? Yes, but it will just say that. <laughs> Great. But then we'll have a review. And, and then it will also but say like, and love the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Especially the episode with Allison Bree. Yeah. Only that episode. Yeah. Well, no, don't say only that episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would, keep agreeing to stuff. I, look, I'm just, I just agree with stuff. It's All a right. terrible trait. We're going to call Rebecca Carrillo. No. We're going to call Rebecca. Uh, she's from San Antonio, Texas. And we're, she's got a question. She's got some questions How about being. How did we find Rebecca? She submitted to be like, call me. I put something on Instagram. Everyone has this question yeah. of how do we find these people? Well, we're I, not just cold calling people in their homes. I've been traveling all around the country. <laughs> door to door. Sends me door to door and be like, hey, if you don't know Andrew Savage. It, we cool. just, you know, cold call through the phone book. And we got to R. Great. For Rebecca, because we're in a phone book that goes by the first name. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. We don't do that last name bullshit. Much easier. So much easier. <laughs> then it makes four thousand Rebecca's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like better that. when it, there's, you know, more to choose from. No, I put a thing on Instagram. If you have questions about being a grown-up, if you have anything, blah, 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 send them in. And we're calling people. Listen, we don't know how this is going to go. Look. Rebecca could be it, fucking crazy. It's a real wild card. Which I like. I like it too. Let's do we it. We can't stop pushing ourselves, Allison. I, I agree. We got to do things that make us nervous. If there's one thing you know about me, it's that I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's call Rebecca. Let's find out what's going on in Texas. That's how uh, Renata Vargas went to talk. <laughs> Not remotely. She'd be my more Russian. Hi. Rebecca? Yes, Hi. Hi, it's Andrea Savage. Oh my God, I can't believe that. I'm so sorry. Oh, hi. I'm sitting here with Allison Bree. Hi, Rebecca. Oh my God, hi. Oh my God. First of all, Rebecca, you're already exceeding our expectations. Yes. Because when we're calling people, we don't know what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. And you already yeah. sound upbeat and lovely. Oh, thank you. I can't believe I'm going to talk to you guys. <laughs> oh this God. is making me feel great. But also, Rebecca, you did submit a question, right? And so you yeah. and knew we were calling. So there's some, I love that the joy is still, has not been ruined. We're not shocking you too much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rebecca, how's Texas. I like it. I, well, I like. I really like San Antonio, where where I am right now. I think it's a lot of fun here. What 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 do you do for fun in San Antonio? Um, a lot of like the farmers market, or like oh, San Antonio okay. has yeah. festivals for like everything, right? Like a tequila festival, a taco oh. festival, a crawfish festival, a salsa festival. So we go to a lot of stuff like that, and it's fun. you guys like to party. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. And it's dog friendly, so we get to take our dog and have fun like that. Now, before we get to a question, uh, your question, <laughs> uh, Allison and I were just doing some would you rather's, and I'm mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm going to ask you one of the would you rather's that we just did. Okay. <laughs> okay, get ready, Rebecca. You watch the show, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, so nothing I say is really going to horrify you, right? No. And you are a lawyer, correct? Yeah. Do you promise not to sue me? Is that a lawyer term? <laughs> I would never sue you. Okay. Okay. I just had to check. Uh, I was pre-law at Cornell, so I know a little of the jargon. Oh. Um, and yeah. I believe it really goes. slipped that in. I believe it's a, a little something like, do you promise not to sue me? <laughs> that's, that's legal that, jargon. That is correct. Yes. Okay. That's it. No, you're right. Okay. Rebecca, would you rather have your body found in a pile of hardcore sex toys or have everyone you know see your browsing history? Um, probably my browsing history. See? 
Well, 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 <laughs> Rebecca. I said the opposite. This is Allison Bree speaking. And maybe I should enlighten you as to why. No, you know what? Actually, I'm curious. That makes me feel like you don't Google uh, crazy stuff. Do, and what Alice, because I was on your side, but then she sort of brought me to the light of, do you never Google friends or family like weird stuff about them? Yeah, totally you can. So but all of them are going to know. browser. But what? No, it's not incognito. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, we're saying no, like uh, no incognito. You're you're dead. And either the headline is you your body's been found in the middle of crazy sex toys or your yeah. entire browser history has now been sent out to everyone you know and work with and related to and friends with. Even incognito browser. <laughs> Even incognito. Okay, I was being lawyerly. I was like, "Oh, I have a trick there." Oh, uh, wait. <laughs> You think I would just be like, would you rather be found in a pile of sex toys or your incognito browser? Like, that would be the most, that would be so fucking stupid. Also, Rebecca, you're a lawyer. So I feel like you don't want your clients being privy to what you've been Googling. Do you disagree? Right, that's a lot more private. Go ahead and let them find me in the sex toys. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. Okay, okay. Rebecca, you um, shared a lot of information, um, which I love. Now, the part that I loved in this question was talking about how, one, the inner struggle of how to act every adult for everyone and you feel fake, which I think is right. a very uh, global thing for everybody. Everyone's nodding in this room. It doesn't matter how old you are. If you're technically above 21, we all feel fake hmm. to well, an extent. I, mean, I don't like always feel fake. At, like, we don't all feel fake, but Andrea. I'm just saying you have those <laughs> moments where you feel like you're fake being that you know what you're doing. Sure. It's like, it's like, right. uh, your phone voice when you're like mm -hmm. booking a hotel or like recently uh, I had some problems at a hotel to like speak to the manager <laughs> and suddenly and I was like in the room with my husband calling them and then I had to like go in the other room <laughs> because I didn't want to sit there with him while I was like Yes, this is Miss Bree. Um, we did have a problem, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you are acting swiftly to repair the situation. Um, and it is, you're just like, you know, a second ago, we were like making fart jokes with each yeah. other. Yeah. So it's that sort of faking it. Sure. But you do get to, I think, one thing that I feel like now that I'm in my 60s, um, <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm more comfortable going, I can call the manager and be like, this is fixed. And I love the fact that I'm laughing about dicks in the other room <laughs> and going, this is, you need the balance. Is there a question? There's a question coming. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A question. I just, I feel like I need more um, information. The question basically is, when do you stop calling your mom to help you through everything? And when do <laughs> yeah. you basically start figuring out stuff on your own? And can you be an adult and still be asking your mom for? Yes. How old are you, Rebecca? 34. Okay, 34. So I do understand that feeling, though, of like, because you say here, like, you ask her if a certain shirt should be put in the dryer. Uh, you mm -hmm. ask her to sew all your buttons back on. She lives four yeah. hours away. So. I mean, my I, husband asks me these questions. But you're not his mother. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> that's a different podcast, Bree. I don't have time for this. I don't have time to do no, this. No, I'm not, but no. I'm just saying that's like, what's the difference between asking your mother or yeah. asking someone else that you know? At what point do you become the person people call for help. Yeah. And right. when do you make that shift in your head where you're like, I don't know how to fix this. I got to call my dad. I don't know how to do this. When you just go, I'm going to Google it and figure, figure it out it myself. Out. Yeah. Right. I think sooner rather than later, because <laughs> it feels very satisfying to figure stuff out on your own. You know? I think so. I'm also, this was what the question also made me think about is do we think Googling has taken away a part of our mother, yeah, part of our relationship <laughs> with our parents? Tony's nodding. A little bit. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Do you have a story that you can't remember to of share? Course. Of course I do. <laughs> um, do you call cool your parents story. for like? Occasionally, but honestly, not too often. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'll, you used to probably, right? Uh, yeah, probably more than I do now. Yeah. 
Thanks the, for sharing. You're well. Hey, you asked. <laughs> I, I know, I'm going to stop. I, I think you're right. That's on me now. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel like I used to ask my dad a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. how do you do this? But is Googling making us alienate ourselves from our parents? Yeah. Rebecca, I feel like we've gone, we're, we're not helping you at all. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're just talking about life. Um, I think, does your mom enjoy it when you call her? Yeah, I, I, I think she does. I mean, maybe some of the stuff she might find stupid, but she would never make me feel that way. And to me, it's faster to ask her than Google. I don't think there's anything wrong with yeah. this. I actually think it's very sweet. I think and it is too. you're an adult woman and you're a fucking lawyer. And it sounds like your life is going great. <laughs> yeah. You're married. And like, if you want to call your mom sometimes to to learn about how to put garlic in a roast, then yeah. do it. Yeah. I really like do. a very sweet relationship. I agree. And because I was like, I just like this question because I was like, I want to talk about, yeah. is it inappropriate? Because I'm like, I like calling my mom and I think my mom fucking loves it. Definitely. And as like I sit there and I think about, you know, 30 years from now, my daughter calling me, I'll be like, oh, my God, right. she needs me. <laughs> Definitely. She needs me. It's nice. I think they do love it. I think it's very sweet and it's helpful for you. Yeah. So don't stop calling your mom. I would say call her more. <laughs> Sounds like we're telling you to move in with your mom. I think. <laughs> no, I can do that. No, no, no. Okay, that was a test and you passed. I'm not giving up so easy. Uh, I feel like lose the husband, bring the mom. Move back in with mom. Move back in with mom. Make her your partner at the office. Oh, have her be your cl- your clerk. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll write a sitcom yeah, about it. Exactly. Um, Rebecca, I don't know if we've been interesting or helpful on any level, but I will say uh, you're delightful. And yes. uh, thank you so much for submitting your question and letting us call you. Oh, my God. No, I'm so happy to talk to you guys. I think you guys are hilarious. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. Take it to the man. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right? okay, I will. Sure. <laughs> um, all Thank right. You. I picture you oh. as Sigourney Weaver. Um, oh. and that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Rebecca. Bye, Thank Rebecca. You. Bye. You pictured her as Sigourney Weaver? Like a um, hardcore. Like so jealous. I don't, I hardcore like woman. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver is like my all time really? female icon. Right. She's, and I just pulled that out of my ass. Yeah. Like I'm like you did. You pictured you pictured Rebecca as her, <laughs> not me. I That's don't cool. picture you as Sigourney Weaver. Oh, I picture okay. you as a lot of great things. I will say the first time I watched Glow and you were nude, that was very Sigourney Weaver. No, oh. uh, just it just reminded me of when. Just, it was weird to see my friend nude. Yeah. I find that hard when I have friends and then I watch their shows and they yeah. take their clothes off. And now I'm like, oh, okay. There it is. There. And you're like sitting there with your husband. Yeah. <laughs> and Jeremy and I were like, oh, there's Allison. She's nude. You know, that's the first nudity I've ever done in anything. Really? But now I've cracked it open yeah, and you can't stop me from no. taking my clothes off. <laughs> yes. Um, and we have tried. But it was, a funny, <laughs> it was a funny thing with that because I do feel like... Obviously, I told my parents yeah. and my family, like, yeah. everyone prepare yourselves. I mean, Davey and I had a number of discussions about it very, like, yeah. as I was accepting the job because it was something that we knew of was course. part of the role. Um, but then there comes a point where you're like, I can't text everyone. Like, I do yeah. feel like I text some of my closest friends just to be like, hey, just so you know, I'm fully nude in the first episode. Um <laughs> uh, Love you. Hope yeah. you watch it. Like, <laughs> please watch it still. Um, but then yeah, I was just like, point. I can't text everyone. Yeah. And also, now that that's happened, yeah. I don't feel a need to tell people in other stuff like no, you've broken that, that there's seal. nudity. But it is a funny thing for sure. Yeah, that I, I am like, oh, I've seen what you look like with no clothes on, but not because we were like at the pool, you know, like changing together. Right. Right. Yeah. Did now we're you all enjoy sitting- it. I think you know the answer. I've already said <laughs> that I want to make love, that I'm that you're mm-hmm. my person. Mm-hmm. Good, good, um, good, good. You look fantastic. I'm not gonna. You know you look great. How Tell dare me you? more. <laughs> um, okay, quick break, and then we're gonna say our goodbyes to the currently nude Allison Bree. <laughs> Allison Bree, I want you to brag about yourself in one way. 
Something that you know you're fantastic about. It could be big. It could be small. Because I think it's important to be able to brag about ourselves. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm terrified. Um, well. <sighs> you don't. And by the way, we can. If you can't think of anything. You can cut this we, out. 100%. It's just that I have to pee so oh my badly. God. Okay. Oh. No. But my not- mind is like full of pee. But here's what I'll say. No, you know what? Here's what I'll say. Because I think this is something about myself that I didn't even totally realize Mm -hmm. until working with Betty Gilpin, Uh who has highlighted this fact about myself to me, Mm -hmm. which I feel like is sometimes very useful (laughs) when a friend of yours can say like, hey, here's something you're good at. Yeah. Um, I think that I, in general, Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty confident person. Mm -hmm. And I think that the way that I can navigate myself at work on Mm -hmm. a set is like I'm very much able to speak my mind Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, communicate things that are, that I'm uncomfortable with or Mm -hmm. that I'm unhappy with, or that I just need more information about in a way that is not annoying to people Uh or off-putting, um, or rude or rude or, or unkind. I think that, um, that I have a good awareness of people, but that I know what I want and what I deserve. And I'm able to, to communicate that and in, in a kind way on a set. And, and, and I feel like that has been a huge asset to me. It's huge. In my career. And it will help with directing and all of that. I mean, yeah. that's a huge, a huge asset. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> I'm going to let you pee. Thank you for having me. Um, I have like a pee sweat Gross. trickling down my face. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What if you really did? What if you maybe really I do? In? I don't know how sweat works. Oh, oh this is I, I don't know how to begin. I can't I can't be walking you through how the body how the body works. Um, glow, watch glow. Glow season three is out now. Season three is out now. Anything else people should be looking out for? Uh, I did it. Well, I don't know. We did, I did a movie called The Rental. My husband Dave wrote yes. it and directed it, but I don't know when it'll be out. Okay, so great. Well, I don't know when this is going to be out. So fantastic. Um, you can find her on all the regular social media and see her in her these gorgeous outfits that she wears Ooh. and her beautiful hair and makeup and oh. You can takes a village. It, I know, I know, but not really because I'm looking at you right now. Um, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. This was so fun and also butthole. Oh, <sighs> thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Tony. Hi. Allison Bree. Yep. Hotsy totsy. Mm, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at that. Well. By the way, I just want to thank you for not sexually assaulting her. Like I was concerned earlier in the intro. <laughs> Come on, as you were. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. Well, you held yourself back. I did. She complimented my shirt, though. I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're like, she was asking for it. What? No. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're just disgusting. Keep, uh, keep in mind, I do edit these. Keep in mind. <laughs> I do watch what you edit and then go, hey, Tony, where'd that line go where I said you uh, sexually harass people? Yeah. And I say it like that, <laughs> like a 1950s gangster. Uh, all right. I, 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 Twitter and Instagram, we asked people what they want us to ask each other. We yes. don't have a ton of time, mm-hmm. but we're going to do a couple of them really quickly okay. because um, I think it's fun to hear what people want, want us to ask each other because mm-hmm. let's be honest, neither you nor I really have anything left to ask each other (laughs) all right (laughs) okay you got something you want to ask me on your own uh oh on my own yeah well you just made it seem like Uh, well i just i just felt like it was a little hurtful that's all you think everything's hurtful coming from you yeah well all right i'm gonna go with a real fast one all right axlyn a-x-l-y-n on instagram what is the last pic you took on Mm, your iphone i was kind of thinking that for you also well let's both do it real Um, quick Let's see here. Okay. Oh, mine is a picture of Sandra Bernhard. <laughs> a red carpet picture of Sandra Bernhard where she was at the Condé Nast Travel or something that I sent to uh, a friend of mine who had sent me a clip from a Hallmark movie of an actress she thought I looked like. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, this is the last person that someone told me I looked like. And then I sent this picture of Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> so it's a screenshot of that. What do you got? Um, 
it's 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 just the truth. It's going to sound like a plug, but I'm going to sneak a plug in. Oh, it's not about the tour. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're on podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, my it's po- a picture of uh, how many downloads I have on my podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. I have a podcast called Bizarre Albums. Yes. And uh, I was shipping out some uh, some pins and stickers that some people had purchased. And uh, I like made a little post saying like, I'm finally shipping out the pins and stickers. And so, yeah, that, that's all. Oh, those are cool. I haven't gotten any of those. Oh, I like that a lot. Did you do that artwork yourself? No, that is a guy named Todd Elcott, who's real great. Um, Yeah, that's fucking cool. But yeah. All right. That's our last photo. So that was that. Thank you, Axlin from Instagram. (laughs) Those are the last pics that we took. All right. You want you got another? Let's go quick. Yeah. Yep. Well, I know I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyways, because maybe it's something else. What is your, well, they want to know each other. So I guess we'll do this for both of us. Okay. Uh, this Good is from Br- Briggy Girl One wants to know what is each other's guilty pleasure and why? You want me Tony, to go to something else? I know. I was going to say you, I mean, you know, my guilty pleasure right yeah. now. It's watching that goddamn Love Island UK season four. Hashtag Danny and Jack for life. <laughs> is that a real hashtag nope. or is Okay. They're just like the one couple that still feels like they're going strong. Everyone else is falling apart. Yeah. That's my guilty pleasure. I, my guilty, my guilty pleasure. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, the, so I've had a problem lately of, uh, you know, there are so many great like TV shows that yes, to stream and, and, and movies to stream. And I have not watched hardly any of them and there, mm-hmm. there's so many on my list and it gets late at night and i'm like all right i'll sit down and watch something and then <laughs> i start going down instead of watching any of them mm-hmm. i go down rabbit holes on youtube of watching old 80s and 90s pro wrestling videos <laughs> wow because okay. i find a lot of it hilarious and mm-hmm. fascinating i think the real world the hilarious part of it i get what's the fascinating uh, i think if there's things about that actually talk about the like the real world side uh-huh. of especially in the 80s because there were which is crazy that there was people like people thought it was real still even as recent as the 80s i'm and, sure there are people who still think it's real i don't know a hundred percent but it's it's just and just the things about like you hear i've heard stories about like you know all those guys after a, an event would stay at the same hotel and if they went to the the to the hotel bar and they were if like a good guy was in the bar and a bad guy was at the bar they they weren't allowed to speak to each they had to hang out at opposite end of the, of the bar like it was this thing that was taken very seriously By the way, that's like if uh, you're playing a character on a television show that doesn't get along with yeah. another fictional character on right. a television show happened to bump out happened to bump into that actor out in the real world and weren't allowed to talk to each other yeah that's insane right so there you go uh briggy girl one <laughs> um guys thank you so much by the way for asking questions it really makes us very happy and for all your awesome reviews you've been leaving on apple podcast we've been reading them and also on our website asavagepodcast.com we've been getting your emails uh still you know looking for some phone calls that maybe we'll we'll play some yeah. on the air here and there um but truly um knowing that people are listening and enjoying it it really it really makes me happy it's real nice. Yeah, it's real nice. Um, so uh, we're going to go. All right. All right, let's do it. And we'll, we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye.